1: Hey legends, Nick here, coming to you from hotel quarantine in Brisbane, Vegas, few days until freedom. Fuck yeah. Just want to say big thanks to everybody who uh, has left reviews and nice words and told their mates about the pod. We really appreciate it. And thanks for all the messages you're sending us on Instagram. Uh, If you want to send us one, at midflightbrawl, or send us an email, midflightbrawlpod at gmail.com. Uh, We really appreciate that you are also fans of people going fucking burko in the sky. Uh, Also, just want to say a big thanks to people that have bought some fucking merch. It's fucking crazy time. So we appreciate you supporting our pod, uh, midflightbrawl.com if you want to grab a t-shirt. There's a few different logos, a bunch of different colors up there. And uh, we've received a bunch of messages about the large uh, logo T of the Mid-Flight Brawl, Shuckers Plane logo, they're going to be coming up in the next week. So midflightbrawl.com, get amongst it, enjoy the episode. It's an absolute corker, and the movie I'm watching is fucking dog shit. Larry Gay, oh, it's something else. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Nick Cody.
0: And I'm Luke Heggie.
1: Midair madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot board flight board from the Gold Coast. At LAX, <X2> thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on
0: cell phones. Where's the lady that started the oh, the boarders, please, talking to me! I hope this crashes. Hope this Out the fucking door!
1: Welcome to mid Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How's it going, mate? Good, man. I'm uh, still in Queensland. You're back in Sydney. You fucking drove back in one shot, like a fucking man on the run. What are you doing? Wow. Well, oh, yeah. I just got up at got up
0: at like one a.m. and just drove because there's no cars on the road. It's just me and trucks, and everyone else in the cars asleep. So you get some peace and quiet for the first six hours or so, and then everyone's up, and it's on. And then you, you don't stay- get any oh, we' there yet during the night, so it's yeah, pretty cool. good. Man, how do you... Exhausting, yes. How do you wrangle kids at that time? Just tell them, fucking Oh, you pick them up. Oh. Oh, you pick them up and put them in the car. That's it. They wake up and you're in fucking Coffs (laughs) Harbour.
1: Sucked in again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Man, because you left Queensland to go back to New South Wales, they're stopping everybody coming into Queensland, but I assume the other way, they're like fucking whatever. Get out. Oh, they don't care. They don't even look
0: on that side of the road. You can speed through. You can give him the finger. There's only one cop there. so You do what you want, really. He's not going to chase you in case someone comes through.
1: Well, well man, speaking of uh, you giving the finger out, the um as as the listeners know, I've been in hotel quarantine. I'm up to day 10. 10 days. Very impressive. Only four to go, is it? Only four to go. Sweet. And we still haven't had the test yet, but that should be all right. We're hearing all sorts of shit. Apparently, someone in the hotel is getting chemo at the minute. Jesus Christ! What, what in you, the hotel room? In a hotel room?
0: Kemo's just pills, though, isn't it? Oh, depends. Or, well, no one's going to drag up a fucking one of those machines that you get your whole body into. In Man, a hotel cunt's
1: room. got fucking dartboards and shit delivered here. Golf club, like a putting set with a little mini green. People are getting everything dropped off. Well, mini putting sets
0: slightly different to a fucking MRI machine, mate.
1: Yeah, that's true. I don't know what you need for chemo. Is it a little bag or is it? All I know is we have to be if there's a little outdoor area, and apparently we've got to be inside in a certain time. So, well mate, what because bloody... of the chemo,
0: or you'll start fucking glowing?
1: No, <laughs> it's not, it's not a little fucking rooftop Hiroshima. There's um, I think it's he walks because... down
0: the corridor, and your television changes channel. <laughs>
1: Mate, come back here. I was watching the league. Step back for you. <laughs> <laughs> the human remote. But the middle finger. You, you swung by the other day to give me the finger from the street, which was quite nice.
0: Oh, one of the highlights of my Queensland trip. It was excellent. I wasn't sure you'd see it from the seventh floor. <laughs> I'm...
1: I'm... My favourite thing too. I took some photos. They're up on the Instagram uh, Mid fly Brawl. That you don't, you never. I've got many photos of you giving me the finger from a distance, and it's never out in front of you or above your head. It's always a little cheeky chest, middle of your chest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's got, it sort of sits in with your sternum. That's where you meet. Yeah, middle it's finger. a stealthy. It's,
0: it's yeah, it's for aficionados of <laughs> photography. <laughs>
1: Too subtle. It's Mate, too subtle for Queen Speaking Jean.
0: Speaking of TV, what have you been watching
1: this week? Oh, man. <laughs> Did you do it? I, I'm currently 18 minutes and 52 seconds into Larry Gay with an E on the end, renegade male flight attendant. Sweet. Wow. And how's the up? And what a film it is. Save it, Animal House. Off my plane. <laughs> It. I've got a few issues with it, and again, I'm only 18 minutes in. Uh, this yeah. is the film that the guy we spoke about last week, Steven Slater. Yep. Steven Slater got a um, got a little extra role in. Well,
0: it's a cameo. He's he's starring as himself.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Yep. More than an extra. Steven Slater. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've started watching it. No, I'll tell you what's not great about this film. I looked it up on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, and there's. An, no reviews for it, yet to be reviewed. What? Came out in 2015. That's insane.
0: Well, there's going to be one in the next week or so, isn't there? <laughs> what, well, are you going to become a film critic? or? Should... No, you are. I'm not fucking watching it. I'll get the info from you. I watched a few clips of it, what I could get on YouTube, and yep. uh, pretty grim. I think I know how it goes. There was well, one yeah. where he's doing hurdles with a
1: stiffy. You up to that yet? No, I'm no, uh, fucking spoilers, man. Come on. Oh shit, sorry. Beg your pardon, everybody. <laughs> yeah, some people might want to watch along. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> we should put out next time we're together in a room. We're chucking on Larry Gay, renegade male flight attendant, and we are uh, we we're going to do a little hate watch. I know it is a it's a favorite of yours, the old hate watch.
0: Oh, love it.
1: Maybe a I cheeky like it commentary. More than love watching. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, next year, sometime. I think we we bring this up a lot on the show. The lead actor, his name is Mark Fuhrstein. Um, he's he's a short man. Now he's a fucking short man. <laughs> Everyone is taller than him in the movie, and he's meant to be this sex symbol. But it's in the way that I think Tom Cruise is.
0: Oh, yeah. You just get shorter cameramen. Yeah, or they have to get around on their fucking knees.
1: Now. I go on, I googled Mark Fullerstein height, got 1.73 metres, a metre 73, which makes him five centimetres shorter than me and there's no fucking way that's the case. I've had a look at photos of him next to other actors. This is how much I've gone into it. I've gone into his Google images. I found him next to an actor called uh, Tom Kavanagh, a Canadian actor. who The photo of him next to Tom Kavanagh Looks like if I took a photo next to fucking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? Right. And Tom Kavanagh is a metre 82. So... Yeah.
0: I'll let you in on a little secret. Sometimes the internet is not always correct. <laughs> a little tip. <laughs> I reckon old Tom Fowestine, he's counting his Cuban heels in his height. But he no, know that's the rule.
1: Well, the Cuban heels?
0: Yeah that you can yeah. that you got to take your shoes off to record your actual height.
1: And again, this bloke's 49 and he's got the same haircut I did when I was uh 13, just 14. very spiky. Yeah. I reckon he's putting the he's <laughs> counting the gel spikes in there. Yeah. And that I'm not saying that Mark doesn't have his real hair, but some have been stapled on, I reckon. Yeah.
0: Has he um and an, you know, how's he going so far in 18 minutes of the film?
1: 18 minutes into the film. Well, first of all, the thing that got me at the very start is um, the opening scene is he he's hooked up with a chick. Um, oh, right. And he keeps getting nice. her name wrong. Classic. Yeah. Um, yep. So it sort of sets the scene. This guy's a bit of a wild playboy. Um, I reckon,
0: like you... I didn't see much of this, but I
1: reckon there's going to be a lot of are you gay jokes. Oh, yeah. Well, in... 18 minutes in, n- not yet. But there is a fair bit of time left. You also... I don't know what you think of this Heggy if I've been smart or not but I did um I had a look online I purchased it through YouTube yeah so you could rent it for 3.99 but if you rent yep. it for 3.99 you've got to watch it within 48 hours ah oh, yeah and I don't know That's if I can I mean. put myself through that sort of you know what I mean this hour 40 even though I'm locked in a room with fuck all else to do <laughs> it's going to take a little bit more time
0: yeah okay. Plus, yeah, I want to watch it to... again.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: You Need to get the whole experience. Yeah. But did you did you buy it then? So you own it now,
1: mate? I own it, so we can watch it together for a little for Excellent. a little commentary. Um, Tax deductible. The, the price, yeah, of course. Silly not to buy it. It was eleven ninety nine for standard definition, seventeen ninety nine for high def. And uh, I have been stuck in a room without being able to get coffees. A proper coffee for the last 10 days, so I'm a few bucks in front. So I've gone yeah. to HD. <laughs> I figure if I've got to watch this horse shit, <laughs> it's yeah, going to be great. good on my eyes. <laughs> for sure. Did you get the coffee
0: pods I dropped off the other day?
1: Yeah, I did get the coffee pods. I've been fucking smashing through those. That's a, through them. That's a dangerous That's a dangerous thing. Yesterday I had seven yeah. coffees. I had my little Fit Watch on all day. At the end of the day, I'd taken 280 steps. That's not a lot of steps.
0: Like that's many laps of a little room, though, isn't it? How mm. much you can't do that many more than that unless you're doing step ups and shit. Yeah, hotel workout like a
1: loser. Most of it's chasing my toddler around. Going, Don't fucking touch that. Fuck. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> um. Another thing about Larry Gay that I have noticed: very dramatic soundtrack. Like it's got a Hans Zimmer vibe to it in some of these scenes. Like the Batman, the Dark Knight. That was less dramatic. Oh, really? Yeah, they've go fucking over the top. Yeah, nice. But Oh, man, I can't wait to see it. One of the things I will say, decent cast. Oh, yeah? Besides, Better than
0: Henry Winkler?
1: Well, yeah, you got Stanley Tucci.
0: Okay. Yeah, he was having a slow month, obviously.
1: Well, Stanley Tucci, you've got Danny, uh, Danny Pudi, I believe his name is, from Community. Yeah. Um, Molly Shannon. Rebecca... Oh, Rebecca Romagen-Stamos. Romagen. Romagen. I don't know. Rebecca Romagen. Romagen,
0: but that's how I'd say it. Yeah. Rebecca Romine or Ro- Rebecca Romagen-Stamos.
1: Yeah. But she's in it. She plays, again, I don't want to give too much away about this film. Oh, no. Well, this is in the Don't the worry about it. I've, seen um, it. I've seen that bit. Yeah, the flight attendants. If you watch the trailer, the flight attendants, they're trying to phase out flight attendants by introducing a robot that can do yeah. their job. Yeah. And she's the robot. And she is the robot. Um, uh, Patrick Warburton, who you may know as Putty from Seinfeld. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah guy, super <laughs> super deep voice. He's been in heaps yeah, of stuff. He's in Family Guy. He's in you know, um, yeah. He's great. He plays a pilot, and I will say this genuinely made me laugh. He doesn't like the main character, Larry Gay, and so uh, they have a bit of a showdown. The first flight that they That is shown in this film. And Patrick Warburton, for his speech, um, his little announcement at the start of the flight, this is what he says Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Captain Bryce here. Uh, Just wanted to speak as your pilot and not a lowly flight attendant and say it's great to be piloting this plane because I'm a pilot who passed through the Pilot Training Academy and became. So he's just straight up giving shit to the flight <laughs> attendants there. Um, Great. Larry Gay got very upset at that. Did he? He got very Unlike upset at this. a little man? Yeah. <laughs> he's so chilled out. Um, he, he's gotten quite, uh, quite annoyed at it, and I think it's going to come up at some point that he tried to become a pilot and failed. Oh, Okay.
0: I reckon it'll come up that he's going to get Putty back, spectacularly towards the end. Plus, this is my tip. I haven't seen it. I don't know, but I reckon he'll score that. He'll he'll turn the robot into a person somehow and root it. <laughs> well, this is a
1: thing. this is what the. <laughs> so Putty does say to him. I love. We're just going to call him Putty. <laughs> yeah. Pilot Putty said. Um, Hey hey Larry, how's it going? You've been tired lately? You've fallen asleep? So I reckon he's fallen asleep at his pilot training or something. And I'm guessing oh, okay. with that sort of ham handed setup that there will be a medical emergency. And Larry okay. Gay, they're oh. gonna put a couple of yellow pages down on the seat so you can have a look. <laughs> 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 <the windshield. laughs> He's going to land this thing. But they set it up at the start. As I said, first scene, he's having a one-night stand. But to make sure you don't think he's just a pants man um, yeah. with no heart. He, the lady that he's hooked up with says, "Can you, um, would you like some breakfast? And he said, yeah, just make it something easy. And then, of course, it cuts to him walking outside with a massive breakfast on a tray. And great, he's walking through Harlem in New York, just high-fives a black dude. Apropos nothing. Right. That black dude, you're getting a high five, then, <laughs> then, he, then he gives the full breakfast to a homeless guy. So, ah, right, yeah, and even does. There's like a pepper shaker on there, so he's like pepper, you know, like he's doing his flight attendant job. Um, and I think that they've put that in there, so now he can just root heaps, and it's fine.
0: It's fine. The woman he made make him a massive meal and then stole her crockery. As long as he gave it to someone else, he's a fucking good bloke. Anyway, I can't <laughs> wait till next week to hear some more about Larry Gay. Watch <laughs> the whole thing.
1: Mate, I've got a few days left in here. I will watch it all and I'm going to fill up the podcast toy with clips because that's all I've Excellent. got at the minute. David Animal House. Off my plane. There's right. going to be a lot, a lot more of that. But yeah, that is Larry Gay. And feel free, again, hit us up. Um, at midflight brawl on Insta or send us an email midflight Pod at gmail.com and just let us know. Have you seen this movie? Not a lot of people have. I read up on it, Heggy, that it, um, think so. it had a limited release and then uh, pretty much straight to YouTube.
0: I think your parties of the world would try to bury it and just go, you know what? I don't want this on the resume. Oh. Loved the money, but uh, don't want this
1: Forgo- in my I forgot IMDb. as well. Jason Alexander's in it.
0: Yeah, right. I'm not. I mean, none of these surprised me too much. Maybe he got putty on it.
1: Oh, you reckon? Costanza, <laughs> Costanza and putty.
0: Costanza's been in some fucking stinkers post Seinfeld.
1: Again, can't trust the internet. They said uh, they said the lead actors' tall, but they reckon Jay said Alexander's worth about $50 million.
0: Yeah, probably. What's if I had $50 million bucks, I wouldn't lend my name to fucking anything. I would never speak to you or anyone I knew in my past ever
1: again <laughs> start fresh <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah I just see <laughs> I see a clip I see a clip online I go fuck that looks like heggy but there's no I haven't seen him in a while I don't know why he's got a gold watch on and some big American teeth that can't be yeah. him. there's <laughs> no way it says on the internet he's one meter ninety four <laughs> paid for that <laughs> his shirt's got a horse on it there's no way it's him And hold on, before we get stuck into this week's ep, can you please tell everyone what finally caused you to leave the Sunshine State and head back to that disease pit, which is Sydney, New South Wales?
0: Oh, man, I had to go back to work anyway, but like a day before we left, I was out riding the bike and I had my dog on the leash on the handlebar and my daughter next to me on her rollerblades. Mm -hmm. And this car drove past and I just hear this. Nice dog faggot out the window. I thought, oh, that's as much as I love this joint, you don't get that anywhere else. Yeah. I thought, that's uh, it, it is time to go. We've had a great holiday, but that'll that'll seal this. That'll do. (laughs) My daughter's like, what did did they say? I said, oh, they're telling us we had a nice dog, and I didn't hear the last bit. I don't know. Forget something, don't forget. (laughs) Nice dog, don't forget. Such a great mentality and they started laughing they're all laughing. Like there's yeah. four different laughs after it. So yeah. Pretty good.
1: Just Lucky- a car full of the lads. <laughs> Lucky you weren't on rollerblades as well. They would have exploded. <laughs> 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 That'd be too much.
0: <laughs> I love how you can tell you can just tell someone's sexuality from the style of dog. Anyway we should get we should get stuck into this bloke
1: Mate, uh, you you would have heard that a fair bit growing up though it just shit yelled at you out of cars and buses and stuff. Oh heaps, yeah, yeah. all the time. People talk about bullying now, and then uh, I went to a primary school, Glen Devon Primary school, and then, which was a pretty rough state school, and then fluked a scholarship test and got an academic scholarship to a private school and if yeah, people want to know about bullying, sit in a blazer. At a bus stop in Werribee with a private school hat on. I'd just sit there for oh, half yeah. an hour each morning. <laughs> That's fucking bully's wet dream. Shorts. Shorts and
0: long socks and a blazer.
1: No, Those we didn't get, up. didn't get to do the shorts. It's always pants. Oh, right. Well, Victoria. Even though it got yeah, to a right. dry 42 in summertime. Could have gone the fucking shorts. We, we used to rock the half Mormon, half taxi driver look <laughs> with the shorts and the long socks. Appalling. That's and when ta- a tie. When did taxi drivers stop putting in a bit of effort?
0: Uh, I think Uber made them just fucking lose their minds. Fuck this! Oh, they know it was probably before that. They used to tell you to get fucked if you only wanted to go three kilometers or something. Yeah, which was I th- I thought it was I was told it was against the law mm. uh, for them to refuse a fare. I said that, but try telling them that Caxton Street at fucking two a.m. <laughs> holding a kebab.
1: <laughs> yeah. Trying to cite legal <laughs> cases. <laughs> yeah, I remember the the I remember I must have been uh early 20s and hopped in a cab and saw that the the driver had a like a business shirt just tucked into Adidas sweatpants like it was a Cody funeral. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Short sleeve powder blue. Yeah. Fucking wits and tracksuit pants. <laughs> the old fucking Schlazinger button ups the side. There we go. Well, we better get stuck in, huh?
0: Yeah, let's do it, mate. We're looking uh we're looking at a, a gentleman called Jeffrey Stephen
1: Pigeon. Yeah, is this Jeffrey is with a G or a J? With a G. Geoffrey. Bloke. Good bloke. Yeah. My middle name well, so is my dad's name. Yeah. Well, he's not on here for being a good bloke, is he?
0: No, you know, none of
1: them are. But um, it's not mid-flight
0: friends. You, a, a few things about this bloke you will quite like, uh, not the least of which you should set the scene about him. It's uh, it's quite hard to find details because these sorts of people tend to quash stories. But um, he went to Scott's College, Oof. Bellevue Hill, Sydney. I don't know if you know the famous yeah. Scott's College, but uh, it's a single-sex Presbyterian college for day boys and boarders K to twelve. Scott's College, brave hearts, bold minds. A bit like your fucking school, I assume. No,
1: ours was uh, "age quad agus," that which you do do well.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> what was yours?
1: Yeah. Ours was in Latin, but it translated
0: to uh, "to serve God is to be wise." To serve God is to be wise.
1: Ugh. yeah. Scots Oof. is in the lead. Didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and it is many notable alumni. Oh, great, <laughs> come from uh, Scotts College, including. Quickly, sorry, before we dig into their school, did you have anyone from your school in Brizzy? What notable alumni? Yeah. Oh, there are there are plenty. Like, oh really?
0: Uh, my like, there's a lot of sort of Olympic rowers and uh, Wallaby rugby players, that sort of shit. So if that's notable, then yeah, all sportsmen. There's a few Rhodes Scholars and shit. There was um. Lead singer of Powderfinger was at my school.
1: Bernard Fanning. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: Well, he's few older than me. He's a bit yeah.
1: older than me. Um, uh, Ginsberg. He was in my fucking class. Oh yeah, Marshall Ginsberg. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yours is a lot longer list than mine is. We had Julian Knight. The fucking the the <laughs> Swanson's
0: Hollow Street. Street. What's he called? Hollow Street Massacre. <laughs> he was. At, he was at your school. Yeah. Julian Knight. Yeah. Not when I was there. But... Jesus Christ, I wouldn't mm. think so. Fucking hell. Did you watch a video of him just talking them through what he did? You seen no. that on YouTube?
1: No. I think I think I think YouTube's throwing us different clips to watch next. Oh right. Well <laughs> if you if you, you go for Julian Knight, you go down a bit
0: of a hole there. And uh police, as from what I've seen when I used to d- watch these sorts of videos, that they they take the fucking alleged perp back to the scene and go. Talk us through exactly what happened here. And he was, oh, wow. He was brutal. Like, he's talking like he was, I don't know, on a video game. Yeah, there's one here, so I put him out of his misery and uh, thought I thought he did the right thing there and just talking him through exactly what he did oh. the whole time. It's fucking unbelievable. Spectrum. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 19-year-old failed
1: soldier. Fucking how do you do that? Hold on. Um, hold on. This is coming from you, one Mr. Luke Heggie.
0: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he, he got on. far enough to have guns and shit. I didn't even make it that far.
1: I, I, for the, for the, well, not many people may know this. I remember once you just told me this over beers, and I thought, "Fuck, everything makes a lot more sense now." Yeah, right. What? I um, yeah, I, I
0: failed. I was, I, I should set the scene on this too because yeah. I was working at McDonald's like a fuckwit when I was seventeen, and I hated it. And I used to play saxophone. I thought I'll just join the Army band, Army Reserve band, work a couple of weekends a year, whatever the fuck they do, get paid the same amount, you know, go and roll around in the mud or something, and that'll do. But um, I failed the psych test. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, buddy,
1: not allowed in. Hobbies, egging, spitting in burgers (laughs) of people that give me a fucking greasy when they order (laughs) Yeah, oh,
0: they're a little more vague than that, but yeah, they didn't like me. Basically, they just—they're they're looking for an excuse to get rid of me. I was asking a couple of questions. They don't like insubordination. <laughs> I th- on hold I on. Could gather.
1: How old were you when you tried to get in? Seventeen,
0: maybe just yeah, seventeen, yeah. going on eighteen. Yeah.
1: What questions were you asking them that they thought, oh, this kid's onto us? I can't remember what I was asking
0: them. I remember them. What asking, are you looking at, cunt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember them asking me, and this is what they got me on. They said, "Oh, what?" Um, and you, I took it the wrong way. They said, "If you see a, like, if you, you're afraid of heights." Basically, was the question. I was like, "No, I love heights. I'm fine with it. So I used to climb and whatever." And that's they said, "Oh, that's disturbing because if you see a large cliff or something, you just might have the compulsion to jump off it." I said, "What? I'm not fucking suicidal, man." I thought you were talking about, am I afraid of heights or not? They said, no. What we meant was, and you've shown yourself here, uh, that you're a bit loose and you might just jump off a cliff and that would be devastating for everyone. I said, well, yeah, of course it would, including my family. You yeah. Fucking fuckhead. I would, I would have done about. that already. Yeah. I wouldn't be sitting in an interview. <laughs> I was planning on doing that. Wasting my fucking time. So, yeah, wasn't to be my career in the army. Thank fuck. <laughs> like many things. <laughs> anyway, so well, the the, the notable alumni from uh, from Scott's College, plenty of them, mostly business figures, obviously, but uh, it's including but not limited to neurosurgeon Charlie
1: Teo. How do I know that name? Is Charles Teo the oh, one no. asking for a bunch of cash for surgeries? Oh, maybe. I mean, he's, he's a rich man, but he's he's
0: sort of a bit of a... Bit of a renegade in the neurosurgery circles. He used to like people that say this is inoperable. Oh, this guy's gonna die in three weeks. And he'd say, Oh, give me a fucking go. And he just get in there with whatever and just pull you know, scalpel, bloody what, it just <laughs> fix it. Another another notable alumni is uh one of all of our favourite Australians, Harry Triggerboff, A O. Your mate. That's how you get an order of Australia these days. Property developer and billionaire. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Is- Your mate. He'd be one of your mentors and heroes, this bloke. He's got an Order of Australia just for fucking making heaps of money on his own. He's Meriton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High-rise Harry. He's 87 years old now, high-rise Harry. So if medical science keeps him alive for another decade or so, as is common with the obscenely rich, he might see a bunch of his buildings just fall down (laughs) as quickly as they fucking went up. They go up fucking quick. Maybe I reckon his descendants are going to have to sort out the overworked infrastructure surrounding his cheap high-rise apartment blocks maybe replumb central Sydney or pitch in for more roads and train stations. Fucking, of course not. Mr and Mrs T Pay will fucking take care of that, won't they? But then you don't make $12 billion plus in one lifetime unless you're community-minded with a brave heart and a bold mind like high-rise Harry. I... <laughs> Triggerboff himself, not a rabid philanthropist, I'd say, although the term still does appear quite high on his resume, He's, uh, he founded
1: the tax deductible Harry Triggerboff Foundation to give a little back. <laughs> oh, no. I have loved recently just athletes all of a sudden coming out and saying, "Guys, I had to do it. I had to start my foundation. I've always yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to give back to anyone except yeah. the tax office. Fuck, yeah, it's based in Bermuda and uh yeah. because I'm all about other people, I've named it after me. I had to start this foundation because there weren't any other foundations catering for underprivileged kids who should have a better life. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, you know what Harry does? (laughs) Well, not Harry. His foundation does many things. Mainly funding people immigrating to Israel to prove their Jewishness because at the heart of all charity is the philosophy, think local, act in your own tax evading interest somewhere else. Other than the place where you fucking just pillaged the land, <laughs> good
1: on you, Has. Has, high rise, Has. <laughs> so you're not a fan? No, not at all. Heggy's not going to be purchasing a Meriton apartment anytime soon. I just no, just fuck fucking guy. You can't be,
0: a, you can't have twelve billion dollars and tell me you're a good bloke who's always been a good bloke yeah. and you haven't
1: exploited the fuck out of your workers and everyone else. Yeah. everybody cheering that Jeff Bezos will be the first trillionaire.
0: Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? He's got bodyguards, hasn't he, Bezos?
1: He looks like one now. He fucking, he got
0: jacked up. He looks short to me. I've never seen him in the flesh, but he looks like a short man. Hold on. He
1: does definitely have that vibe. Let me get a... uh, (laughs) Get the stats. I've got to get the stats. (laughs) Oh, 1.7 metres?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah, it's...
1: Fucking below average, but
0: not not short short. So this black right, is he's, he's a Scots College uh, graduate, uh, Jeffrey Stephen Pigeon, and uh, if you want to cast your mind back, buddy, to January seven two thousand and three, Dick, we're looking at Qantas Business Class cans to Melbourne, and.
1: Uh, Really what, takes what's happened? Really takes the uh, the shine off the word business when the <laughs> cans is. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah for There's sure. There's going to be some it's... pairs of Havianas up the fucking
0: pointy end of that. Yeah, fuck yeah! It's not yeah, it's not the same, is it? I love Australians getting into class. Um, <laughs> pigeon right on this particular flight, he's he's taken several glasses of wine to his fiance in economy four oh, rows back. On.
1: Hold on. I can't have that. There's a, there's a few things here. First of all, taking drinks to someone in economy. Yeah. Sus. Right? <laughs> really rude. <laughs> Secondly, your own girlfriend. Yeah. No good. Yeah. How's he pulled that I off? I mean, all
0: well, the brave heart and bold mind obviously didn't think chivalry uh, was still alive <laughs> enough to give her his fucking seat and yeah. and swap. But anyway... I mean, obviously, like Qantas' business, there must still be a separating curtain, thank goodness. On Virgin, when I'm on them, and I am I can see the elite getting eggs, Benedict, and a smile while I'm sitting there in economy a few rows back giving, <laughs> being given a fucking sausage roll in a cardboard envelope for breakfast. <laughs> and i got to cop that and look through the purple perspex and go, oh, fuck them.
1: There must still be a curtain. Meal included in every ticket. And you go, well, fuck, I've yeah. never had a muesli bar for lunch. <laughs> 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 yeah. but maybe I had my, my hopes set too high on what meal meant. Yeah, well, they, <laughs> I mean, they didn't like this.
0: There's a policy. Attendant Michael Tolly told Pigeon not to share his meal. Qantas have a policy saying not to take business class food to the filth back there.
1: I think on an earlier episode when we spoke about the Virgin breakdown, did I talk about that flight to the US? I believe I yeah, did and you with and Bart. Yeah, were, with yeah, Bart. You, yeah, And I used all my points to upgrade, and Bart's mate worked at Virgin, so he could have, I think it was for $900 return, gone business class, and he didn't do it like a fuckhead. And I know he listens yeah. to this, so Bart, you're a fuckhead. He is a fuckhead. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I took uh, i took champagne down. I put the pyjamas on and took champagne down to Bart, right. knowing full well he doesn't drink. And I just sculled him yeah. in front of everyone and fucking copped some pretty... Pretty aggressive death stares. On another flight with Bart, similar situation, coming back from Perth, had points, upgraded. Bart, hey, your business class flight's probably going to be $3.50. He's opted for the $2.20 economy version. Idiot. Yeah. We were doing seat-to-seat chat, just abusing each other on seat-to-seat chat, and I sent him back (laughs) back a business class dessert, and then (laughs) he got the flight attendant to send me a plastic cup of water. <laughs> 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 kind regards, 29F. That's what she said when she talked Great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is where it totally turned for me, because there's a policy saying don't share your fucking food with the disgusting people back there. Mm. She, she came up and stood in front of his seat while he spoon-fed her ice cream.
1: What do you make oh. of that? Oh yuck. I fucking at a restaurant babies. I wouldn't put up with that. Oh. Let alone in a tube God. if it's happening two feet away from me. Yeah, I mean we've
0: all got stuff we're ashamed of, but spoon feeding <laughs> another adult, <laughs> fucking yuck. So um Tolly wasn't copping this either. And she's and gone to going- his seat
1: or he went back to her seat? She's gone up to his. She's just oh. kneeling around in business class there. Imagine you're up the pointy end, you think, fuck, you know what? I'm going to enjoy this Cairns to Melbourne flight. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, somebody's touching your elbow, which should never happen up there. That's the whole point. And you look up to see someone from the fucking back getting spoon-fed ice cream. I wouldn't spoon-fed
0: cop that. Ice. That's like getting a fucking engagement ring in your spew manny. <laughs> Just classless fucking Dracula's <laughs> restaurant shit. Gross. Um... Of gala stock, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> leopard print neck. <laughs> um, Tolly told her to go back to a seat, right? And she did. And Pigeon has taken umbrage at this to the tune of, How dare you talk to my girlfriend like that? I'll smash you through this fucking door. He's uh, he's obviously at this stage ceased to think clearly, forgetting he's proposed to her, making her his fiance, not his girlfriend at all. The fucking <laughs> idiot. Um, so. He's he's pushed a wine glass, a plate, porcelain, thank you very much, a spoon, probably made of metal, and an ice cream container into Tolly's chest and then pinned him to the door. Mm. And uh, any fiancé man lays a finger on me, I don't care how much push-ups they do to kick off their day of white-collar crime, I would fucking <laughs> fill them in. Like, if you're a flight attendant, that's a yeah. fucking free pass, isn't it? Yeah, Just to give him a give him a straightener. I'm ama- I'm amazed
1: least. that this flight attendant wasn't on our previous episodes covering flight <laughs> attendants who fought back. Why isn't Jeffrey dead? Why didn't oh, we hear that story oh. in episode 20 or 21? <laughs> Jeffrey Pigeon dead on the flight. Well,
0: yeah, this is this is where it'll turn like to something that you quite like about the guy, which is going to disgust on. me. But Jeffrey,
1: um, or the flight attendant, Jeffrey, your mate. <laughs>
0: Your mate. <laughs> Jeffrey told the steward he had bought two business class seats, but his fiancée was sitting in economy because a business class seat was not available for her on this section of their flight. Must have been doing the, like, the Cairns, Brisbane, Melbourne situation. She evidently couldn't wait the two hours and five minutes for her fucking ice cream. You know what they're like. <laughs> I imagine that's something right. you'd kick off over, isn't it?
1: Mate, I, uh, I want to say you'd have me wrong there, but no, you've nailed it. I would be quite upset. I'd like to think you'd stop short of feeding ice cream Never. To, to your wife. No, I'd probably do in the other thing and let, let her sit in the seat and you take yeah. the economy seat.
0: Well, you, you haven't got a brave heart and a bold mind, mate. You should have gone to Scots. You don't fucking let a, you let a woman get the better of you once. They'll fucking take it, mate. <laughs> you got to, you know, you're, you're a businessman. <laughs> So, um, pigeon right of Rouse
1: Street, Port Melbourne at the time. I don't know if you've spent much time in Port Melbourne, Heggy. It's the one of the closest things Melbourne has to a beach, um, and you can catch some fucking sick waves when the spirit of Tasmania takes off.
0: Yeah, I've, I've jumped in there too. It's
1: fucking cold. It is cold. It's yeah, the best hangover there. cure in Melbourne if you survive the fucking heart attack. I was in a share house. It was the last share house I was ever in. Fuck it was mm. a good share house. Myself, uh, Max Price, who you may know from yep. working on Kinney stuff and good bloke and uh and another bloke. We all yeah, we lived in a share house, sort of place that had upstairs area. The lounge room had a a massive uh keg shaped beer fridge in it. We also had a dart board where you played darts from as far away as possible. Bar darts. Bar darts. We used to play that. Oh, I used to play a bit Bar of far darts. darts. Yeah, but like set it up outside so it's like 30 metre far darts. No, we we did it inside and then you had to put some posters up when there was a rental inspection. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Because <laughs> when you're playing far darts, you're not in the best state. But this guy um, does sound very Port Melbourne. Oh, yeah. Well, he's he later apologised to Mr
0: Tolly. He, uh, he told police his fiancée was upset and described the steward's approach as rude and condescending. And I wow. thought, well, why apologise then, Jeffrey? if it's not your fault? Yeah. Um, oh, I also I thought
1: f- uh, spoon-feeding your missus ice cream is probably rude and condescending to the people around you. It's disgusting. Like It's, it's my, one of the most embarrassing things I've ever read. <laughs> but besides
0: which, I love blokes who try to impress their women by bullying another bloke. It's just a sad activity as old as time itself. It's not unlike heckling at a comedy club or something.
1: Yeah. Fucking,
0: <laughs> ah. It's it looks it's something this guy's fucking punchable headshot looks like it'd be real fond of. I only copter Squizzet is LinkedIn and he looks like he'd be short. <laughs> there are two articles on this. Like when looking into this, there's a there's a famous Jeffrey Pigeon, right, who is English and writes books on a range of topics from his time in WW2 in MI6, creating wireless sets for agents. Uh through to his fifty plus years in the family bathroom business, culminating in a book called Busted Flush, The Thomas Crapper Myth. So detailing how his family's five generations in toilets were responsible for the forerunner of the modern lavatory. That's Jeffrey Pidgeon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good Jeffrey Pigeon story. I've just seen our mate, Jeffrey Scott Pigeon, he's LinkedIn and uh, the thing he's a director of I I can't see you being a fan of this Heggy. Oh, is it HSBC? Yeah, Global Asset Management.
0: Like wealth, wealth management types have the capacity to really bury this shit. There's very mm-hmm. little on this incident on the internet. And I know it's 2003, but it's a Qantas incident. should should have warranted more than the two articles I found, both from Fairfax, who obviously weren't having this shit, <laughs> SMH and The Age, the only two articles. He's buried it everywhere else, the fucking grub.
1: Well, being a part of HSBC, you occasionally make mistakes. Like, I don't know if you know this about that bank, Eggy, but um, oh. they allowed two cartels, one in Mexico and Colombia, to move $881 million in drug proceeds through the bank yeah. over the second half that of the a- last decade. Oops. That's a, Fuck, that's don't like hate a,
0: that. That's a bank error in your favor. <laughs> Receive $10. <laughs> so, oh, shit, we shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That that is that is an oversight.
1: They did cop HSBC did cop a one point nine billion dollar fine, which if I know anything about banks and when they make mistakes, the fines they have to pay. If they paid a one point nine billion dollar fine, they probably made fifty billion. Oh,
0: absolutely. It's uh it's pretty good. <laughs> Don't have to do much, do they? Fuck me. I mean this he's um Tolly at like at the time, Tolly and another flight attendant told police they'd never come across a more frightening incident on a plane. And this incident did end up in Melbourne Magistrates Court. but wow. I'm surprised it even got that
1: far. Wow. Because He would have been upset. Well, because when, when I worked at that law firm, Heggie, I had to drop documents off at all the courts. And, yeah. uh, you know, the, the Magistrates Court, you you'd tend to not see your HSBC types. He'd be probably standing at the wrong one. He's probably standing at the Supreme Court. And they go, no, nah, mate, over there where that guy in the data tracksuit smoking a rollie out the front, you go, fuck off. I'm not in there, am I? <laughs> not for what I did. <laughs> yes. Man, one of, one of the got, best things you can do is a magistrate steps on a Monday morning. Just sit back and enjoy. Just watch them all slide off because they've got those shiny tracksuit pants. <laughs> yeah, I go, oh, fuck me. Scotty Pippin's going in to represent himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's not him. It's a white guy with a mullet. Just yeah. happened to be wearing a Pippin jersey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, I'd, I'd love to. I've, I've been in courts a bit, but I've never seen. I would like to see. I'll probably have to wait until I'm in one to do it, but like a Holden racing jacket.
1: <laughs> but I with co- a tie. <laughs> tie. Tucked into slacks. They always get half of it right. Um...
0: <laughs> <laughs> when he's there, right? Pigeon. He's, he's accepted the prosecution summary of facts and he's escaped a criminal record on a Commonwealth charge of assault which carries a maximum penalty of two years jail or a $5,000 fine. Who's picking two years jail? Which is what you definitely receive if you make the mistake of assaulting someone richer than you, which he hasn't done, fortunately. <laughs> so um, all he faced was a diversion hearing where some first-time offenders are given a chance to avoid conviction if they've got a lot of cold hard.
1: Yeah. So, magistrate. Well, he's had to turn up to the magistrate's court twice. Isn't that enough?
0: You know what I yeah, mean? I think he's done enough. I, like, if if I had my way, if I was in charge of anything ever, spoon-feeding another adult would, like, you should be violently assaulted and then put in gen pop <laughs> with that tattooed to you somewhere. I spoon-fed my fiancé. <laughs> Fucking thwack, as if you're not getting bashed every day. <laughs> Lucky you went on that flight. Yeah. Oh, I've, I would have. I would have spoken up. I don't give a fuck who it is. Um, Magistrate Jeanette Morn said she accepted the pigeon is, was not.
1: Sorry, this is probably mate. this is probably why you didn't pass that psych test. That was probably one of the questions. Say <laughs> so you see a Scots College, <laughs> yeah, alumni spoon feeding <laughs> his fiance ice cream. What do you do? Bash. No. Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> Do you like bashing people? Not generally, but in these few instances, can't help myself.
1: <laughs> Number 97. All right. This guy's going to fucking yep. yeah. <laughs> kick
0: So um,
1: uh, she's accepted that he's not usually
0: violent and uh, is a high profile offence given air security scares, and it didn't warrant an excessive penalty. We'll tell that to the poor bastard from episode 23 next week. He's not he's not in the same fucking boat. What she did do though was order Pigeon to donate $500 to the Peter McCallum Institute, uh write a letter of apology to the steward and a letter of thanks to the police informant, which I don't even know anything about.
1: 500 um, to Peter Mac, the cancer place. Peter Mac Cancer. He's probably got philanthropist our... on his LinkedIn now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, t- he's done his bit. Tick. <laughs> well, he's, yeah,
0: he, he, he probably calls his ice cream bullshit a donation. <laughs> I donated one time. It was ice cream to my girlfriend, but I still donated.
1: You know what's fucked it up is that the just the business class meals have been the root of this entire problem. That wouldn't happen down the back. I'm trying to spoon feed my wife a, a fucking crumbly salada with a block of cheddar oh. on it. <laughs> 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 Couldn't yeah, do it because once I had it? a mouthful it's already gone. <laughs> Desserts yeah. aren't big enough down the back. I,
0: I like the the concept of business class in Australia. That's always amused me. Like we all know. It's like it's like when an Australian tries to sound posh. We all we all know what we fucking are. Grow up. Like at the root of it, you should all sound pretty much like you or me.
1: Some people don't. They got ears. <laughs> oh. I love business class in Australia. You see the odd boating, camping, fishing, polo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember (laughs) when
0: they started those lounges that we go to, the the airport lounges. They used to have like dress codes and stuff. They had to to ditch that because so many people weren't allowed in. Yeah. And since mining was such a big thing, they're
1: not wearing fucking shoes. Yeah, high-vis. No high-vis in the Qantas lounge. I think there's a sign. But also, have you seen business... Have you seen business class photos from the 70s? There's like a leg of ham and, a, and an electric knife. and Oh, yeah, and they're
0: all smiling. <laughs> like all the, all the staff are smiling and stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they
0: haven't had 50 years of this shit that we're yeah. talking about yet. Yeah. They've been beaten down and people were classier and nicer, uh, to, well, more gentlemanly on planes and what have you, out in public. But, um, if I mean, his misbehaviour, though, and thank goodness for misbehaviour, because charities might just go under if it weren't for grubs getting told to donate cash to them in lieu of actual punishment. And I just... I I can't speak for you, mate, but I I sleep a little better at night knowing that probably $5 of that money made
1: its way to actual (laughs) cancer research. (laughs) And this is something that... You reckon a good 1%, a solid 1% got through the cracks? They're they're proud if it's over 1%. They'll advertise that.
0: Yeah. In fact... (laughs) Old mate, neurosurgeon Charlie Tia, I remember reading an article on him a couple of years ago and he was deriding charities, saying how fucked they are and and rightly so, just saying, yeah, sometimes like if they get 8% or something to the actual cause, they're proud of that. It's such a big business. Fucking hell. I do I I do get asked to do charity gigs as you must as well, but like because yeah. cause what you do is fairly intangible, you just get told to you're the first to go. They're like, oh, it is a charity. and I hope you, you know, you do want cancer to get cured, don't you? Because uh, you're just going to work for fucking nothing Yeah. Uh, tonight. You go, well, you're paying the caterers, you cunts? Yeah. Yeah, of course. They're providing food. Like, All right, well, fuck off then. Like, Yeah. You know, you're paying yourselves a massive wage. But uh, I used to get sucked in a lot more than I
1: do now mm. to that. Back when you were soft and kind. I didn't know that, Heggie. <laughs> Must have been, been pre-2010. Yeah. Anyway,
0: Geoffrey Scott, Jeffrey Stephen Pigeon, in, in my uh, reckoning, unless he's changed his middle name on LinkedIn, um, he's, uh, yeah, probably a, probably a really good bloke. Working for Rothschild Asset Management at the time now, he's the head of Global Asset Management Australia for HSBC. Although he probably doesn't say H because he went to a Presbyterian school, not a Catholic school. Oh mate, that's it. That's it for Jeffrey. Don't feed your fucking partners yeah. food. I mean, well, if he- they've got two arms, fucking leave it out. <laughs> they can do it themselves.
1: And if not, I've seen a cunt paint with his feet, so
0: <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Gives me the heebie jeebies, but it can be done. You see people doing the fork and knife with their feet on those television shows. But uh <laughs> leave them to it. Don't be so condescending. <laughs>
1: Okay. Guys, that's been another episode of Midflight Brawl. Heggie, where do we go? dot midflightbrawl.com for all the merch and whatnot. Thanks, everybody who's been buying it and getting amongst it. We do appreciate it. Thanks for the reviews. Thanks for telling your mates. We say the same things every week, but, mate, we do appreciate it. We get um, people send us um, a lot of articles all the time. Like, I know at the start of next week, we've got a, It's it happened a couple of weeks ago now, but we've got to cover. There was an Amsterdam to Ibiza, I believe. Yes. Yeah. KLM Airlines. Yeah. But, I mean, this is ha- This is going to
0: happen more and more with the rise of vigilanteism and anti-maskers and what have you. Yeah. What a fucking time to be alive to just rip into people, sink the slipper in to someone not doing the
1: right thing. It's fucking... It is. It's... It's... Oh... It's it's my favourite. It's my favourite. It happened on the flight up to Brisbane um, last week when I told you in the last episode that they now say, we'll let you know when your row should stand up. It's for safety yeah. so people aren't breathing on each other. And someone right. in front stood up and I just went, sit down. You just get to.
0: Yeah. it's a,
1: oh, You're a good a, bloke for saying what you've always wanted to say.
0: Beautiful. For sure. We've all dreamed of the citizen's arrest mentality. <laughs> and now it's here. It's
1: arrived. Yeah, there you go. Look at the positives of 2020. Fuck yeah. Glass half full, buddy. <laughs> well, um, I'll, I'll see you
0: next week, mate. Thanks very much, everyone, for listening. We'll uh, see you, you next months. week. boy.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Mid-Air Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. Mid-flight broad, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell.
0: Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry. I fucked it. Clap. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh.